Welcome into a toast of film, everybody. I'm one of your hosts, Trey, and I'm one of your hosts, Ebo. Guys, you know we're gonna bring it to you anytime one of the Marvel movies comes out. We're gonna load it up with content, load it up with reviews, that nerd shit, and we are excited to bring it to you. We're excited. Man, why don't you tell the viewers what we got going for them today? So, guys, let me tell y'all, we got the multiverse of episodes. Not really, you know. <laughs> I just thought that sounded cool. Absolutely. But guys, we decided to give it a little bit of time because we had to think about what we witnessed and we wanted to give y'all time to witness yeah. it so that y'all could hear our thoughts on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. Did it live up to the hype? Who knows? I guess you'll have to listen and find out. Yeah. And we were tossing around a few ideas for a list because, trust me, there's options. Yeah. But what we centered on was this. Elizabeth Olsen, Bennett Cumberbatch. Yep. Top five performances, but here's the crescendo. It can be all five Benedict, all five Elizabeth, or a combo. Yeah. So you really don't know where we're going with yeah, this list. Not at all. But stay tuned. And speaking of stay tuned, for the first time ever, after we end the episode, so you know we'll end it, I'll tell you where our socials are, mm-hmm. you know, we'll wish you a good night and good viewing. Stay tuned because. We're going to end the episode after the end of the episode. We're going to give you a credit scene, yep. if you will, you know, for Marvel Talk, where we're going to do spoiler-free... Full spoilers. Full. So our normal review... Is spoiler-free. 100% spoiler-free. But we are going to give you a full spoilers episode We're going to tell you after. what we thought of the stuff. All the we're crazy... We're going to go into deep. <laughs> so if you want to listen to the spoilers... Remember, that's going to be after everything. That's yeah. going to be the very end of this. Yep. But if you just want to listen to our regular review, fear not. There will be no spoilers. We have already discussed everything to make sure yeah. there will be no spoilers. Yep. But, Trey, before we get into talking about old Docky Strange, you know, he's he's got some magic. Oh, yeah. And, you know, uh, him and old America, you know, they dealt I with mean, some space. I like to think that this drink I made was kind oh, of cosmic gosh. looking, you know? Yeah, Trey, so... Once again, I got the Space Magic IPA from Wooden Robot Brewery. Words are hard. And, uh, you know, I think this is a very fine IPA. You know, we deal with a lot of IPAs. Got a great can. Yeah. Trey did a, the multiverse of drinks over here. It literally went from about four different colors into a purple color. So. Yeah, kind of like a grape color. Yeah. So yeah, and it well, uh, did it do the trick, bud? But it absolutely did the trick. That's good. I am on because we need the time to loosey goosey. But let me tell you, I'll check out this uh, wooden robot brewery space magic. Yeah, great can, amazing beer. Yeah, good beer. Amazing. I mean, y'all beer. know I hate IPAs. We I this had one's that not bad. I had that what uh, last week. Ah, uh, God, it's whenever we did our bracket. Yeah, which if y'all haven't listened, make sure to check out our bracket special. Yeah, we did. 32 non-Marvel films. Yeah. You'll be surprised by the winner. Yeah, you will be. I agree. (laughs) But guys, let's not hold back. No. Let's get in to Doctor Strange. Man, can I just say that um, we, for the viewers out there listening, me and A just redid our list. Yes. And the MCU ranking. Yes, for the MCU ranking. 28 films. Yeah, our, our favorite ones. 
when I tell you that mine is basically top 10 and Eddie's is in the top 10, yeah. um, we mean it. I, I mean, this movie gave us everything we wanted. Man, Trey didn't give y'all no foreplay or nothing. No. He's, he's going straight for, you know. I want y'all to know this. We I'm not going to give it the Cheers review yet, but I want y'all to know this movie was high on our list. We really enjoyed seeing this on the big screen. Well, you know, Trey tells you how much we love it. So yeah. now let's get into why we love it. Yeah. So this movie is made by Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. And one quick thing I want to throw out there, I was telling Trey this. I so I've never been a Western person, mm-hmm. but you know I'm an older. I'm older. I'm a mm-hmm. new person. Yeah. I've what I've become a real movie person. Yeah. Through the past decade, and so I watched for the first time ever from 1995, The Quick and the Dead, Gene Hackman, Leo DiCaprio, Lance Hendrickson, Sharon Stone. Yeah. Let me tell y'all. Amazing that movie. If you have not seen it, yeah. do yourself a favor. It's amazing. And, you know, Eddie makes a good point. So just to add to what he was saying, you know, he's, you know, we're, we're in our 30s, but Westerns were typically something even before our time, you know? Oh, well before our time. So, you know, it makes sense that you don't watch a lot of them, and you're just now kind of getting well, into the industry. And, you know, when I was growing up, and my dad be watching mm-hmm. them, like, these are from, like, the 50s and 60s. Yeah. And 50s and 60s westerns are way different from 90s and 2000s. Exactly. So maybe one day I'll get I'll watch a few of the 50s, 60s. But the reason I brought that up is little known fact: Sam Raimi directed The Quick and the Dead. Yeah. And Sam Raimi also directed Into the Multiverse or yeah. And the Multiverse, whatever you yeah. want to call it. But Multiverse Sam Raimi, madness, baby. he has such a way. Mm-hmm. If you couldn't have Scott Derrickson, because I love Scott Derrickson. Yeah. I've met him. Yeah. You know, met him at the screening for Old Sinister. Yep. Mm-hmm. Have the poster right above our heads. Yep. And great guy. And if you can't have him, to me, Sam Raimi is the perfect fill-in. He is great, man. He understands horror, and he also understands comedy. Yeah. You know, like Evil Dead. Absolutely. And here's why that's important. Mm-hmm. If you know anything about the Marvel comics, you know that Doctor Strange is not your typical Marvel formula. Mm-hmm. Not your very happy, kind of comic relief type movies. No, Doctor Strange deals with the dark dimension. Everything in his comics is scary. It's not happy. He's trying to keep things that are way below, kind of like a John Constantine yeah. from coming above. So it makes sense that the Doc Strange like, you know, segment of Marvel needs to be scary, needs to be dark. And let me tell you, so before we get into talk about the dark, let's mm-hmm. just give you a few groundwork. Yeah. So we got Doc Strange, you know, this is after Blip, after Endgame, everything mm-hmm. like that. And we find out that, you know, Christine moved on while he was dust. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's marrying somebody at the beginning of this movie, not him. Yeah. And, you know, he's... Doing his best. This is after No Way Home. But, you know, he's not really happy. Yeah. And then you have Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda. Mm Mm-hmm. And let's just say calling her not happy would be like calling your house on fire not that big a deal. (laughs) Because Wanda, (laughs) unlike Steven, Mm -hmm. she has taken her grief 
and she has turned to total darkness. Well, and let's let's address that. Mm-hmm. So, in Infinity War, she had to take the life of Vision. She killed Vision for it to mean nothing. Yes, for it to mean absolutely nothing. Which, you know, she brings up is that affected her because if Thanos had just killed Vision like he was going to do anyway... Mm-hmm. That wouldn't have affected her. Exactly. But the emotion she had to conjure mm-hmm. to physically, mentally be able to kill the one person she loves. Yeah. You know, that did a toll on her. Well, and when you think about the beginning of Infinity War, who was her rock? It was Vision. Mm-hmm. She fled with Vision. They tried mm-hmm. to... Uh, they, they were trying to kind of retire being superheroes. They yeah. were trying to live a normal life. She really grew to fall for Vision. They fell for each yeah. other. They love each other. So not only did she have to do that, but then she took that grief and she created a... Westview. A Westview, absolutely. And and WandaVision. Kind of her, you know, safe haven. You Perfect know what I mean? Life. Exactly. So then she created other loves that she had to get rid of as well and that took a toll on her and as as you notice she has no one around in all these scenarios she's isolated well you know because she lost people like steve yeah you know if you go back and rewatch these movies steve rogers was always like a rock to her you know he was always someone who looked at her like, you know, maybe like his stepdaughter. Right. He always looked out for her, always gave her guidance. You know, she didn't have Clint. Right. Clint was off doing his thing with his family, Mm -hmm. you know. And also, if you look at WandaVision, the entire show is about trauma. Yeah. Like, it's a very, like, ha, you know, uplifting show. But when you think about it... It's how she dealt with grief. She created this world this view based on the one thing that like comforted her absolutely and gave her hope since she was a child Mm -hmm. and that was her shows yeah and so you just have this just like you said isolatedness mixed with so much trauma and pain yeah and unfortunately it's in the body of one of the most powerful people in the MCU. Mm-hmm. And so that just, especially, worst thing that could have happened was she met Agatha Harkness. Yeah. Because then she was able to get the dark hold. Absolutely. And that led to her, as you saw at the end of WandaVision, she became the Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. She ascended yeah. to that power. Which is crazy because I love Marvel. I've read a fair share of comics. Eddie's read a fair share mm-hmm. of comics. And you might have known this. I just we never talked about it. But I never realized that the Scarlet Witch was associated with the villainous aspect of Wanda. I did I thought Scarlet Witch was just the superhero name, but I realized shortly, you know. Um, I mean, but you gotta think like in the early comics when she was just the Scarlet Witch, who was she? Yeah. Magneto's daughter. Exactly. Who was a villain. Yeah. Like, so it works. But then, to make it, it's like everything that is the worst possible thing happening yeah. keeps happening to make it worse, make Wanda worse. Yeah. Because then, and she's when she's in her literal darkest moment, like yeah. she's ascending to becoming <laughs> this dark persona, this dark almost deity. Yeah. What happens? When you know it, this kid 
who has the ability to go throughout the multiverse. Yeah. Just happens to stumble into ours. And you know what this movie reminded me of? Hmm. It was literally a page out of The Witcher. Hmm. Let's think about it. Siri okay. of Elven Blood. Cirilla. Yep, Cirilla, Fiona, Ellery Annan. Oh, shit. Nerd. <laughs> she is of Elven Blood, the strongest of anyone in that universe, right? Mm-hmm. She has the ability to portal jump, and she can go to any dimension, essentially multiverse travel. Mm-hmm. And who is after her? The Wild Hunt for her powers. So they can take her powers and travel across portal jump, like portal jump like yeah. she can, to bring hell across across all all the universes. And that's what it reminded me of. So, of course, you know, I loved it. Yeah. Um, but I got to say, like we said, spoiler-free zone, this movie, to me, based on our list, mm-hmm. improved on the original in a lot of ways because... We get a veteran Doctor Strange. That's true. And we get a real true insight into the multiverse and the dark dimension. We get Wong. We get yeah, we get Wong. Sorcerer Supreme. Ab- yeah. Make abs- sure to bow. Absolutely. Ancient custom. <laughs> and if you're a fan of what if, this is no spoiler because you see this in the trailer. I think you're gonna like this. Well, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, that's I won't all I'm say gonna say. What, but yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Because I forgot who said it. Maybe it was a Marvel person, or maybe it was just a list someone made and went around. But they said to really appreciate this movie, you need to watch Wandavision, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, and What If, What If, and then of course No Way Home and Endgame. Right. Right. And I think that's fair. Because I agree. There's aspects. Let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. How is he acting? So. Let's talk about one person, and that's Zoshi Gomez. Mm-hmm. I have a little bit of a stutter, guys, so this name's very hard, no but it's Zochi. It's a lot of letters, so it looks harder to say I, than I it can is. pronounce it. Zochi. Right. Zochi Gomez. I think what she was there for, she did a good job at. Absolutely. But I wish they had given her a little more to do, because... You know, for those who have read some America Chavez comics, like yeah. myself, she has a good bit of power. So, for that reason, is the reason I'm glad they didn't. Because of development. I'm glad they... I would be sad to see them introduce a brand new character we've never seen, and right out the get-go, be able to go toe-to-toe with everybody. Oh, no. I didn't want that. Yeah. Because, so... Just so y'all know, at her full power, she's Superman. Yeah, essentially. Like, she's literally Superman. She yeah. can fly. She's indestructible. Mm-hmm. And so that I'm fine with. It's just that when she's on screen, aside from later in the movies, where we start, like, when she goes to this, you know, one world. Yeah. Not a spoiler, because as we say it, she can... Go through yeah. the multiverse. We know this is a multiverse movie. Yeah, so when she's on another world, we start to get some development, and I like those scenes. I yeah. like the scenes where she's talking to Steven. Yeah. What I don't like is she's just, they are continuously making her just screaming, running. I'm like, what I would have loved is give her like a Steve Rogers when he was skinny. 
Like, have her okay. fighting, but she has this power. We know she'll be able to tap into it eventually. Mm. But we, I just want to see a little more fight out of her instead of just running and screaming. So that is the consensus of a lot of people that I've seen where they feel like the climax kind of let them down because of that reason. Because there was no real true fighting, you know? Yeah, like, I'm fine with if she had got her ass kicked. Yeah. But I just wanted to see the attempt. Yeah. You know, or have her, like, you know, talking to people. Mm. Like, trying to get in their minds, trying to get in their hearts. Like, which she did later. Yes. But most of this movie, she's just running and screaming. So, this is why I'm excited, though. And this is why I am on the opposite end where I'm, I'm totally fine with it. Because, one... I love the relationship that Doc Strange and America Chavez has. She looks up to him. And I she's do like st- that. She's still like a kid, so we're not. As ex- he calls her, kid. right? So we're not expecting her to be anything more than what she is, and a scared child. I will say though, to your point, that was one of the things I loved about this movie. There are yeah. two things I love about this movie. One was Benedict Cumberbatch being this father figure to America Chavez, right? And two was Wanda. Yes. I'm not going to say any more than that. Yes. You know, I'm just going to say Wanda's performance. Yes. That's I agree. Mhm. I, I think agree. was phenomenal. And that's another thing that I loved that Sam Raimi did with him being a horror director. Mm-hmm. He knows um he knows a good centerpiece. Yeah. And Wanda is the centerpiece of this Let movie. Let me tell you, man. She's the centerpiece. There's two scenes, like, early on. One is, um, if you see in the trailer, like, where she says that amazing, whoever wrote this line, you know, you change reality and you're the hero. I change, I'm the villain. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem fair. Exactly. That scene where the tide switches from happy to dark. Yes. I thought it was a great introduction. Amazing. But even more than that, when she comes up to Shangri-La, or whatever they call it, yeah, and she's just like, these people don't have to die. Yeah. Just give Com- them It's comatage. Comatage. Comatage, yeah. Um, which is essentially yeah. Shangri-La. Yeah. You know, they're the, similar. But um, when she comes up to the comatage, she's like, look, these people are going to die. Yeah. They don't have to. Yeah. Just give me the one thing I want. Yeah. And I'll leave. And it's the calmness yeah. with which she's saying this. That you're like, okay, Wanda is gone to the dark side. And I just love every aspect of it. I'm oh, yeah. telling you guys, this movie was a fun watch. You get some great introductory characters. Yeah. And villains from the very beginning. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. And cameos. Great cameos. I and let's just say there's a certain actor that's always in Sam Raimi movies. Yeah. <laughs> let's just say that. This just guys, it's a ton of fun. This movie I had but a blast. Let's also mention for those who don't think this is gonna be a horror movie. Yeah. Like People are ripped in half. People turn to ash. People are torn apart. Yeah. Someone gets their neck snapped. Like, there are jump scares. There are corpses. There are demons. Mm-hmm. There's blood. Like, this is a horror movie. Yeah. No doubt about it. I, I totally agree. This 
was such a fun experience. That was so fun. Eddie saw it Thursday and was excited to see it again Saturday, yeah. if that tells you anything. Yeah. And I understand where he's coming from because I can't wait to rewatch it. Yeah. This, so, just to put it in perspective, me and Eddie are, are Blu-ray collectors. We, yeah. we collect the whole Marvel MCU. And we we will have every movie eventually, but some we wait for Black Friday. Just because, you know, like, we're not the richest fellows. Right. So, with that this being said... This is a set, day one. With that being said, I agree. Just like Spider-Man No Way Home, this is a day one. Ooh. I still haven't bought Eternals. Yeah, same. I still haven't bought Black Widow. Same. And I have not bought Shang-Chi yet. Same. This I will buy day one just like I did No Way Dude. Home. Dude. And here's the thing. I hope it has a still book because you know I have that Doc Strange one still book mm-hmm. where it's like the I do Infinity too. Stone. I do too. It's so beautiful. Oh, so good. So, cheers ratings. Yeah, cheers ratings. So we can get into our list and then yeah. we can also get into that spoiler discussion. Exactly. All right. So for me, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse Madness. Mm-hmm. So I'll go ahead and tell you, Doc Strange one. I think it's a five-star movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's perfect. I think the casting was perfect. Yeah. People can say what they want about, you know, the uh, ancient one, whatever you want to say. Mads Mikkelsen was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, Edgy 4 was phenomenal. Yeah. Especially, though, uh, Chef's Kiss, Bennett Cumberbatch oh, in that man. movie. Per- perfect casting for Doctor So Strange. for this one, and mind you, this is after me seeing it twice in theaters, I would have to give it a 4.7. There's a few things I have issue with that, but they're so small. Cause mm-hmm. it was funny when I was describing this movie to Trey, he was like, you know, you haven't said any bad things. Yeah. And I was like, they're so small. Like yeah, they're I not, hate to, I hate not to even many. bring them up. There's not many, man. Like Trey said, this movie's fun. It's exciting. Yes. Uh, you're invested. Yes. Um, one complaint though, I will say this. So, they have the same two children from um, WandaVision. I didn't like the kids in this movie. Really? I didn't. There was oh. something about them, like, I don't know what it was, but I like, there's a bedtime scene. I like that. I thought they did great. But, like, the whole ice cream song and everything. Oh, I thought that was fine, I don't know. Dude. It wasn't. It wasn't good for me. You, you just gotta remember, that's what kids would do, though. That's like, true. That's the, true. You know, kids are gonna be kids. Like, us... You know, it's hard to be like, okay, that that's kind of dumb, but that's because we're older. We wouldn't do that. Hey, as Brock Lesnar would say, I don't give a shit about your kids. <laughs> I like the kids. I thought they did a good okay. job. But yeah, 4.7 for me. I give this movie a 4.8. Nice. Because I agree this uh, this movie had very little There's complaints. There's just a few things keeping it from a 5. Yeah, just, but, uh, just a couple things. But, but nothing's wrong, wrong with that. that. Not every movie has to be 5 stars. Right. But God, was this movie good. So good. God, So much good. fun. Yes. So that brings but us to the But you know what else is so good? Is the two leads in this, Elizabeth Olsen and Bent Cumberbatch. Yep. They have done so many things. Like, Absolutely. just on IMDb, since I have it right here. Elizabeth Olsen, as an actress, is credited with 26 things. Meanwhile, Bennett Cumberbatch is credited with 91 films. Golly. So, over 100 between the two of them. Yeah. So, now, let's get into, Trey, what are your top five? So, at number five, I want to start with Elizabeth Olsen. Okay. And that is 
Wind River. Okay, I know you love this movie. Absolutely love this movie. And the thing that stood out to me is, one, she gets a lot of screen time in this yeah. movie. Besides Marvel movies, there's not a ton she gets a, a lot of screen time plus, like, lines. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that really stood out. I yeah. mean, like, she has gotten that, but what really stood out was outside of a Marvel film, she killed it in Wind River. Mm-hmm. She was a lead detective, you know, dealing with a missing person slash homicide, and her acting, just like Jeremy Renner, absolutely phenomenal. And it was fun to see two Avengers working together, you know? At number four, I'm cheating, because I have a double. Okay. Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, I have to give both Benedict Cumberbatch and Elizabeth Olsen. Okay. Absolutely nailed it on this one. I think Elizabeth Olsen takes the cake. I think she would win it. But you just, you can't, you know, just like you can't have a great hero without a great villain. It's vice versa. And Doc Strange gave an amazing performance. You know, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, fantastic. At number three, also cheating because this is the show, Benedict Cumberbatch and Sherlock. I didn't know. Hey, we said you could have shows. Yeah, that's true. I just, you know, I didn't know who Sherlock's identity actually was mm-hmm. until Benedict Cumberbatch played him. I I thought it was some of the originals. Based no disrespect ago. to Downey Jr. No disrespect. But there's something about Benedict as Sherlock. Yes. I mean, he just plays this just insanely smart, character detective i mean there's so many more aspects that go into his his um his character but uh, it's fantastic man um so i had to add that on there at number two the courier benedict cumberbatch i think he absolutely nailed it here's why i switched it up in every movie benedict cumberbatch plays an overly smart kind of if not assholeish character you know but in the courier he played a different character but played it just as good yeah he played a salesman that's very personable mm-hmm. that's different from any role he's ever played and he nailed it nailed it dude i, I mean i'm starting to think there's not a, a role he he can't do man i mean to be fair zoolander 2 is a piece of shit to me yeah but he was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Do you remember him? <laughs> yes. The, the androgynous all. Yes. It's like, are you a boy or a girl? All is all. <laughs> yeah, but uh, what do you pee out of? <laughs> Just a little he's, laugh. He's so good, man. But at number one, as no surprise should ever be, it's Benedict Cumberbatch in The Imitation Game. Nice. He, that movie is probably in my top 25 of all time and 70% of that is attributed to his performance. Yeah. That movie was phenomenal. It was perfectly written. Mm-hmm. Amazing side characters. But if you took him out of it, that movie would drop. It wouldn't hit it. It would suffer greatly. That is why he is he is attributed to my number one in, in Imitation Game. So that's it. All right. So, my 
I have an honorable mention. Okay. As y'all know, I usually do. Got got to. Um, it's kind of cheating, but okay. this is my only time I'm kind of cheating. Okay. And it's honorable mention, so there. Sure. It's Doctor Strange as a side character. Because, like, Infinity War, he's not in it much. Yeah. But, man, those scenes he's in, like, when he's on the ship with Tony, mm-hmm. or the battle yeah. with um, Maul. Yeah. And then, you know, you got him in No Way Home. Absolutely. Which he was great. But to me, and this is so small, but it's just the kind of actor he is. It's an end game when Tony looks at him. And he's shaking, holding up that one finger. Mm-hmm. And you can see in his eyes, yeah. that is the hardest thing he has ever had to do, yeah. is hold up that w- finger to let Tony know, yeah. you're going to have to die to yeah. save us all. Yeah, And there's just something about that scene, just his eyes, his finger, just mm-hmm. love it. So that's I, honorable mention. I totally agree. Is give him a... Give him a little bit, he'll give you a mile. Yeah. But number five is the imitation game, Bandit Cumberbatch. This movie, the only reason I have it five is it is so hard to watch. Hmm. Much like The Courier, mm-hmm. you know, and his more dramatic roles, mm-hmm. is he gives so much to these characters mm-hmm. that you feel for him extra. Yeah. And especially in these kind of characters, like, you know, that Courier, he's just a salesman. Yeah. And this one, you know, he's this autistic guy and he has the weight of the world on him. And it's just such quality acting. Yeah. But man, let me tell you, those movies can hit you, man. Amazing. Right in the gut. And like I said, I think that's why they were so high on my list mm-hmm. because they were such a hard watch and it's because of the performance, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah, continue, man. Great, great start. Number four, Bennett Cumberbatch. As the Grinch. I, 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 I could not agree so more. So many people wanted to trash on yeah. the Bennett Cumberbatch Grinch. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, why do we need another one? Mm-hmm. Like, sure, I said that. I mean, you know I love Dr. Seuss. Yeah. But there's something about not seeing him. Because, you know, Smog and Shere Khan, they're very similar yeah. to Benedict that we've seen. Sure. You know, voice-wise. But this one, it's just like, Max? Hmm. Oh, we're out of food. I think we should go into town. <laughs> yep. Like, there's just something he so wholesome it. about the way... And that movie... I, I cry at the end, I'm not gonna lie. Dude, it's a great movie. But the Grinch always gets me at the yeah. end when he returns the guests and they invite him to dinner. Right. But I just love him in that movie. He's right. just so nice. I agree. Number three is Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda in WandaVision. She so perfectly and paul bettany also but oh yeah paul bettany's not you know on this list so yeah. it's fine but she so perfectly was able to capture the spirit of 50 sitcom 60s 70s 80s 90s like when you watch those they would fit in with she, the shows of the time frame she was phenomenal and that was her like sure she had the wigs and she had the costume yeah but if you can't pull it off, mm-hmm. then you're just going to look like you're cosplaying. She was absolutely phenomenal. Like her Amazing. voice just, and the emotion, like at the end, you know, when she has to lose her kids, mm-hmm. like 
That was, was rough. Man. It was tough, man. Amazing. I'm so glad that's Wanda on Wanda and WandaVision. Number two is Benedict Cumberbatch in the first Doctor Strange. I would say, because I don't really count Guardians as a origin movie, even though it is. Yeah. I don't really count it as an origin I'm movie. I'm And you. Avengers, I don't really count as an origin movie because it's like a culmination. Sure. So to me, the best MCU origin movie is Doctor Strange. Yeah. We're introduced to this guy. We see how he becomes Doctor Strange. We see him at the end when he is Doctor Strange. And yeah. he can't beat Dormammu. Yeah. And he realizes that and he's like, you know, I can't beat this guy. But I can outsmart him. Yeah. And that's the great thing about Doctor Strange is he's so powerful, but think about in Endgame. Yeah. He used his mind. Yeah. He uh in No Way Home, you know, he used his mind. And he has to. He has to. And I agree. I think the best two origin stories of all time were the first Doctor Strange. And the first Iron Man. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to to argue against those two. Yeah. But, man, so solid. So solid. Number one. Do you have any guesses? Well, you've already said Imitation Game, and you've Mm -hmm. already said Doc Strange, and so it's not another version of Doc Strange, I'm assuming. Um, I'll get into it. Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda in the Multiverse of Madness. Yes, dude. Guys, let me tell you what Elizabeth Olsen has to do. And if you've seen the trailer, Mm -hmm. so I'm not going to get into details. We'll do that in our sports section. But if you've seen the trailer, you know there's more than one Wanda in this movie. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. But the acting she has to do between the two. The tormented soul, and possibly not a tormented soul. Yeah. But she has to put so much into these characters. You know, so much trauma, so much depression, you know. I know, man. But also, at moments, so much fear, so much anger, so much love. And I just thought it was incredible. I did, To see, I mean, she, to me, was Almost on Tatumaswari's level, but to me nobody's on Tatumaswari. I mean, <laughs> she's she's a goddess. Yeah, I she mean, is. Orphan man. Black. I'll tell you, babe. Check it out. She is. But I just thought she was incredible at what she had to accomplish. I couldn't agree more. Could not agree more with you. But, I love that list, man. But guys, that's the end of the episode. That's like it. I said. After I say my goodbyes, we will be doing a spoiler review. So if you want to listen to that, stay tuned. Absolutely. It will not end. (laughs) So, you know, thank y'all for listening. If you want to tell us what you thought of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Right. Or if you want to tell us, you know, why Sam Raimi's the man. Or if you want to tell us, maybe we forgot a Benedict Cumberbatch or Elizabeth Olsen movie that we should have talked about. Absolutely. So many ways you can do it. You can go to Twitter, at film underscore toast. You can look for us on Instagram and TikTok, a toast to film, all Mm -hmm. one word. Or you can email me directly, benjiambrilliant at gmail.com. From Trey and myself, we just wish you good night. And good viewing, guys. All right. So if you're still here, that means that you don't care about spoilers. So, Trey, I think the best way to do this, just so we're not just jumping all over, geeking out. Yeah. Let's do it in segments. Okay. And let's start with the easiest one. Yeah. Let's start with Bruce Campbell. Amazing. So, you know, a lot of people hated it. 
Okay, let me tell you something. A lot of people I, hated it. That's why I wanted to start with him. Because just today, I was listening to two guys I love and I respect. And they said that that after credit scene was trash. Everyone's saying it's the biggest waste of time. And I'm like, do y'all not get why it was so funny? It was amazing. Oh, I'm sorry that it's not Thor 2, where we have some giant lizard chasing yeah. a butterfly. Or yeah. Ant-Man, where we have some ant... Well, playing the drums that was in the trailer. You know what's crazy to me is people who don't appreciate that don't really seem... In my mind, I've already made my decision that they're not actually the biggest movie people. Because they're if not. you're really the biggest movie people, you'll understand why that scene is amazing. Well, and after the credits is always a comedy scene. Yeah. It's always a joke scene. And to me, this was the best one because at least, like, it was funny. Yeah. It was hilarious, Like, man. most of the after credit scenes, they're not funny well here's the thing marvel we all know this they do the serious take first yes and the comedies always last so there's been so many so the real fans you know want to stay absolutely but if you just want to know what's the story plot you can leave right exactly so i it, it just blows on my man because you know? it and also what i love about it, and i know sam raimi like or bruce whoever you know came up with that it was an ode to things like Bill Murray. Yeah. Bill Murray would countlessly, at the end of movies, you know, he would, like, break the fourth wall. Yeah. And so this one, it was a joke. It was. Where it's breaking the fourth wall, but it's also, like, you know, part of the scene. Absolutely. And I thought it was brilliant. So, I agree. I, I loved it, too, man. I'm Such just, a god, man. I'm just so happy to see Bruce Legend. Campbell. You know, here's the thing. Pizza pop. <laughs> Bruce Campbell has been in the MCU, or has been in Marvel since Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Yeah. So, to me, he's almost kind of like the hidden legend of... of um, Pizza Papa. Yeah, there you go, man. You know what I just thought about? Think of how often there's a relation with him and Italian food. There is, Because remember, was it two or three where he's the waiter at the Italian restaurant? Yeah, it's, well, it's both. Two and three? Yeah, because he's, he's seen in both of them. Well, I know he's seen all three, but I don't think he worked at the Italian restaurant in two and three. It, one, it was the proposal one, scene. One, it was a theater. Yeah. One, it was... Okay, that's what it was. One, it was a theater. But I think one, they served, like, pizza outside or something. Maybe. And I want to say at the wrestling match, because yeah. he was the announcer, I want to say that they were serving pizza. Yeah. So there's always... Always, man. Some kind of Italian yeah. food. So... Yeah, I agree. Amazing, man. I, I loved it. I loved Bruce Campbell. Couldn't have been happier with Sam Raimi's choice. But let's go to the next topic. Okay. What do you want the next one to be? I want the next one to be strictly Wanda. Oh, my goodness. So do you mind if I take the reins here, Take buddy? the reins. This was what made this movie a top ten movie for me and Eddie, yeah. practically. I mean, Wanda... The reason so many people will put Infinity War above Endgame, and I've seen this across the board on so many different like review sites, is because of the villain. Same reason a lot of people put Empire as the best Star Wars, is the villain. Mm -hmm. I would dare anyone to say they did not give you a true villain yeah. in Multiverse of Madness. Wanda was probably one of the best villains we've seen since Thanos, and could be better because, as we know in Endgame, she kind of rivaled Thanos then, mm -hmm. and she's only gotten stronger with yeah. that the, the dark book. And she had you know? the black fingers yes. that shows she's been corrupted. Mm -hmm. 
They nailed it across the board with Wanda. We love this character, and that's what makes it so gut-wrenching is because we're, we fought alongside with her. We rooted for her, and to see her in this kind of agony and to see her this villainous just makes her makes the villainy so much stronger because it's a good person going bad. Well, and one thing, and I'll credit this to, you know, the writing or whatever, mm. but uh, as I mentioned earlier in Doc Strange 1, mm. Stephen knew he could not defeat Dormammu. Yeah. So he had to outsmart him. And it's so funny that in the second one, America, mm-hmm. who, as we said, you know, Doc Strange kind of sees her as like, you know, hit a kid to look after and she kind of sees him as a father figure she knows scarlet witch cannot be defeated right she's grown too powerful i mean especially once she finds the temple absolutely that america's like hmm i can't defeat her no one can defeat her so here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna send her there and show her what she's become Mm -hmm. because that's the only way we're gonna get through to her and that scene where America sends her to that multiverse, you know, where she had, like, taken over that Wanda. Mm-hmm. And the children are terrified of her. Yeah. And she realizes what a monster she is. And then the other one, the one that's been raised in a world of love, just comes up to her and puts her hand on her. After, like, this Wanda treat her like shit, the Scarlet Witch. We'll just say Scarlet Witch and Wanda to make it easier. Scarlet Witch, you know, she, like, had just destroyed her body, thrown it through stuff, damaged it, Mm -hmm. and then in that scene, she's attacking her. Yeah. But through all that, because this Wanda was raised with love, she understood how tormented that Wanda was. Mm -hmm. And so she just went up to her and put her hand on her face just to kind of be like... It'll be okay. Like they're taken care yeah, of, like, and that's I think that's what she said. They're like, yeah, just know that they're cared for, and just I love that scene because it showed she knew that this Wanda didn't understand the concept of love, right, right. But she just wanted her kids, and she had to let her know, like, look, and the way she said it, you know, like you said, is she's saying, look, they're taken care of. But they're not your kids. Right. They're never going to be your kids. Right. It, it, it was phenomenal. I mean, I was so excited to see this with you mm-hmm. because you'd already seen it. And I could tell you were excited for me to experience yeah. this. And I'm the same way. Like, I'm also looking forward to seeing this with, like, my parents, yeah. people that haven't seen it. Because I want them to see how dangerous Wanda can be. Dude. They nailed Wolf. it. Nailed it. All right, well, so let, let's switch gears here on topics. Let's talk about the characters they introduced. Okay, let's start with... Uh, how about we start with Mordo? Okay. Mordo... Alternate I, Mordo. Yeah. I was really happy with the direction they went because after I started realizing where the story was going, I was like, okay, this can't be overly convoluted. They can't introduce the Mordo on this realm also being a villain. So I liked how they did it. They just introduced that side of Mordo, and it was great how they did it. And what I love is it showed Steven, you know, our Steven, he realized by the way Mordo was talking, oh, this one has issues with pride also. Because yeah. that's Mordo's biggest fault. Yeah. Is his pride. Yeah. 
and you know which cometh before the fall yeah and that was his you know what led to him losing yeah. in this i loved their interactions i loved how they had a great relief when they saw each other at first sort like, of like you know our doctor strange yeah. and our mordo exactly so it's just funny and and i love their interactions yeah. so with mordo they just got good chemistry 10 out of 10 love the introduction now let's talk about Black Bolt. Okay. I told Trey, without spoiling who, mm-hmm. I said, Trey, there is someone who we have always said deserved justice. And it's the same actor, thank the Lord. Yeah. So there's a show, Doubt You Watched It, called Inhumans. But Black Bolt was the best thing about the show. Yeah. It, it it was absolutely you know? and Medusa Medusa was good Medusa too. did good and Lockjaw you know Lockjaw was okay yeah. I mean he's a dog so what do you expect him to do let me tell you a, a couple of things so I was very excited about Black Bolt there was I'll be lying if I said there was a couple of things that didn't bother me a little bit okay okay so for one I the good. I'm just so happy to see Black Bolt on screen in the MCU. In the same actor. In the same actor. Because he I love him. Is dude. so good. Yes, he is an amazing He's actor. Got the jaw. Yep. But he also like conveys the very stern regalness that yeah. Black Bolt because he's a lord. Right. You know he deserves to be treated with some respect. Absolutely. And I mean man. his powers. Yeah. So, okay, one thing. This is gonna, you're gonna laugh, okay? Mm-hmm. And most people, if anyone's listening, they might laugh at this, okay? I, I fully am able to take the brunt on that because I understand it's just a personal little dumb thing, you know? But you know, when Black Bolt spoke for the first time and he's got that like ray of energy coming yeah. out and the guy was like slowly deteriorating, you know? For some reason, that bothered me because. I wanted him to barely even like get a word out and just obliteration happens within a millisecond. Like it seemed almost like it took time for him to disintegrate when I know that's not Black Bolt's power. So I completely agree with you. Hmm. But let me tell you from a film reason hmm. why I'm okay with it, even though I do agree with you. Yeah. I think his word should have been shortened mm-hmm. to just you know, like, sorry. Yeah. You know, something very quick. Yeah. But the reason they did that is most people aren't going to understand. Yeah. So they need to make it where your average Joe walks into this movie, yeah. not seeing any of the 27 movies, the yeah. shows, nothing, and they comprehend the powers. Yeah. Which, so I get that, but I agree with you. You know, Black Bolt, his power, for those who don't know, is... um his voice is so strong yeah that you know just a hey yeah if he just said hey yeah it would obliterate him and i I, let me add to that i wanted to see like some dragon ball z level shit where the second he said it not only does the camera show the person get obliterated but then it pans out and it shows the voice obliterating mountains. Dude, you know it would have been cool. That is what I needed from there. I just thought of something. What's that? You know it would have been badass. What's that? Chat this. Tell me this wouldn't have been better. So, 
you know, because they could easily put subtitles. Yeah. Have him sign goodbye. Whatever the sign, I don't know sign language, mm-hmm. but have him sign goodbye. Mm-hmm. Have the subtitles so the audience knows he's saying goodbye. And he just breathes, opens his mouth and breathes. And he just goes, good. And with that one good, it goes, absolutely and just obliterate yeah. him instantly i just i felt like it was just a little animated almost with well, how they did his powers well and that's completely to be understood yeah you know because, because he's such a powerful kid because like i said they just need to make it where if just you know joe schmo walks into the movie not knowing right. anything he needs to be able to understand sure but speaking of animated Patrick Stewart coming in as Professor X. Mm-hmm. And they got him in the X-Men animated series yellow, like, uh, wheelchair. Yeah. The hovering wheelchair. Yeah. What'd you think of that? Could not have been more happy. That might have been my favorite cameo, even over Black Bolt, with how much you know I love Black Bolt. Yeah. Because of his reference to Days of Futures Past, man. It was phenomenal. What do you mean? The the way what he said, he said not um just because someone has fallen. Does... He said that in the first X Men. I think it was also Days of Future well, Past. Yeah, that, that's his recurring. Yeah, line, yeah, yeah. He initially said it in the first X Men yeah. when they were like, "Why should we let this guy, this Logan that you care about, mm-hmm. why should we let him in?" You know, he's lost. He doesn't know who he is. Right. And that's what he said. You yeah. Know, it's a staple. And it's just, it was such a good um, callback yeah. to the X-Men that haven't been brought into the MCU yet, really, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, I mean, I, I, but not officially, you know what I yeah. mean? Um, but I love that they got that line, because it was so cool, because you got the same actor. Mm-hmm. You got the line, so that kind of blends the yeah. X-Men. But then you also have that hovering wheelchair from the animated. Yeah. So that scene, like, it really brought in... And what I love is this Charles, just like all the Charles, he has such trouble with doing what needs to be done mm-hmm. because he has so much hope. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, even in that scene where he's like, look, we had to kill Steven because that guy, he had to go, man. But he's like, but this Steven, you know, he might be okay. Yeah. I, I might be wrong. Who knows? But, you know, if you escape, the thing you're looking for is down the alley, take a lift. Exactly. You know, which I loved. Exactly. Um, They nailed it, though, man. I mean, they nailed it. What about uh, Mama Rambo? Yeah. As Captain Marvel? I thought it did an amazing job. Um, And, again, just so impressed with Wanda's power. Yeah, I never would have thought she took she... out Captain Marvel pretty quick. Yeah. I, I'll tell you another one. Crazy to see. I, I mean, she she was great, you know. But I think some of the real selling points were more so Captain Cannons. You know what I mean? <laughs> Gosh. So Peggy Carter as Captain Carter, which is from. Straight from the What If series. Yeah. Where What If, uh, if you remember in Captain America First Avenger, when that mm-hmm. grenade went off. Yeah. What if it actually killed Steve? Yeah. 
in the process, like mm. they were attempting, and then Peggy just happened to jump in there because she didn't want the experiment to be wasted. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so she becomes Captain Carter. She has the shield, but she puts the, you know, good old UK on there. Mm-hmm. I love that because, one, it was Haley Atwell. Yes. Can I mention one thing, though? So, Patrick Stewart has these amazing brain powers. Like, Wanda struggled with him a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, she literally had to use her power to get into his mind. Yeah. And uh, we didn't even bring up Black Bolt. That was so amazing to me because... Like, Black Bolt, we're sitting there like, he's the most, like, one of the most powerful beings. Yeah. How are you going to defeat him? Yeah. And it never occurred to me that if he couldn't get that sound to escape his body. Right. How traumatic that would be for inside. Yeah. And so when she, like, what mouth? And then he has no mouth. And he goes, and then it explodes. Yeah. Here's one thing, though. I do have a complaint about that. With how loud his scream was, I wanted, and I understand, you know, PG-13, they had to keep PG-13. Yeah. But I would have liked his entire body to explode. Yeah. Or him just never say a word, and she just kill him. Yeah. You know? Because he's so distracted. Right. And... But I loved it. It was so funny, man. It was good. The only, um, I guess it just threw me off a little bit, because... For a person that's as quiet as White Bolt, never says a word, it was surprising that he slipped up and said a word when his mouth was well, covered. he just I'm, went, ah. Yeah, I know. But, but I get what you're saying, but I mean, dude, if your mouth is gone. Yeah. Like, and you're, you're like. That's a good point. That's because good they point. even said, like, look, Black Bolt, is, he's going to eliminate you. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but Peggy Carter, I'm like, Peg. You definitely got that Steve Rogers dumbassness. Yeah. Like when Steve went up to Thanos, who had the Infinity Gauntlet, and was like trying to hold his arms. Yeah. And Peggy's like, I could do this all day, which I I loved. I know. But I'm like, Peg, you're dead. Like, if Cat Marvel. If Cat Marvel's dead, who's powerful, Black Bolt's dead, powerful. Yeah. Charles is dead, powerful. You're a lady with a shield. Like, you're a person with a shield. You dead, honey. Yeah. And I love the way she died. Yeah. The shield through the gut. Yeah. Loved it. Oh, man. But, dude, the biggest. And when I, both times I saw it, and the second time, you know, I knew it was coming. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this theater. And that theater popped. Because our theater was pretty quiet. But it still had the But, dude, that scene. Yeah. We finally get John Krasinski. As Mr. Fantastic. And I think it's fan- I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I really do. He, he's been expressing his excitement for the role for a long time now. And I just see it. Like, it's, yeah. it's a great role, you know, for him. Dude, he... Well, and also, Emily Blunt would be perfect as the Invisible Woman. Which may happen. But, well, speaking of that, one interesting thing. So, two things. One, um, is Marvel is still not sure... Like by Marvel, I mean like Kevin Feige and the you know higher ups. They're still not sure if they want to do Fantastic Four, because get this, this is very interesting. They are not confident in stretching. 
Hmm. That's their big issue. So that's, if you remember, he only stretches that one small part yeah. when he's coming down. Uh, you know what? I guess I can kind of see it because it's when you can really tell CG is fake. And see, they don't think that looks good, so that's one of the things holding them back. But they've already announced a Fantastic Four movie. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like more stuff. You yeah, know. yeah. But I think I think they can do it right. I really do. I will say one thing, and I didn't think about this, but somebody brought up to me. They said, you know, Reed Richards is the smartest man in the world. He didn't seem that smart in this. Well, but granted, it's a different version of him. But they still announced him as the world's smartest man, Reed yeah. Richards. But Reed Richards has never experienced a a True, villain. Like but this. I I would have liked if he had like some kind of like device. Okay, well hear me out. And she breaks out of it. So hear me out here. Doctor Doom is also one of the smartest people in the world. He's been taken down plenty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Charles Xavier, one of the most intelligent people in the world. Yeah, but Charles is guided too much by his heart. Yeah. You know, which leads him into stupid but you, situations. But you could argue with Reed Richards, too. That's what makes him a great superhero. Yeah, He's got but a lot of heart. I just wish he had had, like, something planned, you know? Yeah. Because, like, just to sit there and try and talk to Wanda. I agree. I, I even, even defending it, I agree with you because at the end of the day... I don't know what was more important with Sam Raimi just to show how powerful she was because if that was his vision, he he achieved yeah. it. But at the sacrifice of these other heroes, he didn't give them any justice, but he gave her uber justice. I mean, he gave Peggy justice because Peggy was like hanging in there longer than she should have. It's only because I think Wanda was focused more on the more powerful people. She just was kind of like left her because she was like, yeah. this is just an ant I'll deal with Because, I mean, dude, think of how strong those Ultron robots are. Yeah. Like, it, those are from What If also. Mm -hmm. And those things are pretty strong. Yeah. And she just was like yeah, flicking them. I know. I'll tell you one more thing. We, we can switch gears. The one thing I was most upset with but when I say most, it's very little. Like, like I said, this movie was almost a perfect film to me, you know? But out of the things with the introduction, the cameos, I was most upset we didn't get an alternate version of Tony Stark. I really yeah. thought that's where they were going, man. Yeah, they hyped people up so much with that. Yeah. And I mean, at the end of the day, I was fine with it. Yeah. But I think I was really expecting it. Yeah, it a lot of people were. Yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's fine. Well, without going through any more topics, just talking about the movie in general, this movie was so much fun. I love we got Shuma Gorath mm -hmm. um, early on. They didn't, you know, say his name, but he's such a great, you know, cosmic villain. And even though he was short lived, I was really happy to see him introduced. And as far as the way Doctor Strange figured out a way to beat Wanda, amazing journey amazing journey yeah and that was pretty cool uh benedict you know playing three people yeah because wanda only played two yeah and rachel mcadams played two and that was it yeah you know but benedict he had to play three he yeah. played the one at the beginning who's kind of like a more asian expired yeah um one you know with the little man bun. Absolutely. Ponytail and everything. Yeah. Then we get ours, and then we get... Um, Zombie version. And oh, and dark. we also got clean shaven one yeah. that got killed by Black Bolt. Yeah, you're right. But yeah, the 
the uh, zombie was pretty cool. Yeah. And how he used the demons. Yeah. Because I never thought about that, but Rachel McAdams' character, when she's like, you're the master of the mystic arts. Like, I'm pretty sure you can handle demons. Yeah, exactly. I mean, man, this movie was just fantastic across the board. I I just had a blast watching it, man. It was so good. And, you know, we had the Avatar trailer. Yeah. Jurassic World. Oh, man. They gave us plenty to get excited Thor, about. Thor, Love, and Thunder. Oh, my God. Cannot With them wait. Billy Goats. And the last thing I want to add, you uh-huh. know, before we end our session. Yeah, last thing before it's over. The main end credit where they introduce oh. Clea. Let me tell y'all. So, you know, unlike Trey, you know, I like my women, like I like my steaks, aged. <laughs> and let me tell y'all, Charlize Theron has always been like somebody I've been attracted to. Yeah. I just think she is just fine. Yeah. And in that outfit, yeah. as, what is it, Clea? Clea. So, you know, yeah. she's Clea. She's the niece of Dormammu. Mm-hmm. It's cool how we're getting like these people related to others, yeah. like how Harry Styles is Thanos' yep. brother. Mm-hmm. But, so, Trey was telling me, like, you know, she's very powerful. And from I, I knew her, right when I saw her from the gates, I was like, I know exactly who she was, just from the old games used to play, like Ultimate Alliance stuff on my PS3. And then she cut open, and you yeah. can see oh my that God. Uh, dark dimension that Dormammu mm-hmm. lives in. Yes. We could see it there. And then Steven's third eye yeah. pops up. And she is the princess of the dark dimension. Which is so badass. I know where they're going with, with Doc Strange, and we know there's going to be a third one. And it is just going to be a fun ride. Mm-hmm. I mean, because as we said before, Doc Strange, his character is all about the dark side of Marvel, where it's not pretty. Yeah. And it's not supposed to be happy, as we saw in this one. Mm-hmm. And from where we know now that they're going, it's only going to get better. Yeah, it's interesting because we know Doctor Strange will return. Because, you know, yeah. at the end of No Way Home, they didn't say Spider Man return, mm-hmm. they said Doctor Strange will return. Yeah. And so I'm very interested to see what comes from here. Yeah. But guys, that is our spoiler edition to Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Mass. We hope you liked it. We hope you did. We went pretty long, but, you know, we just had to get all that stuff We had to. But guys, it is officially over. So peace up, A-Town Down. (laughs) 